Welcome to Hippie Witch, magic for a new age. I'm your host, Joanna DeVoe, and this is a happy, hippie place where magic with a K meets the law of attraction. Hi, thanks for joining me for episode 281 of Hippie Witch, Magic for a New Age. My name is Joanna DeVoe, and I am the kooky creatrix behind Kick-Ass Switch, Putting the K in Magic, and Hippie Witch, the show you are listening to right now. I also have a free ebook by that name, Hippie Witch, Peace, Love, and all that good shit, and you can pick up a copy of that at www joannadevoe.com or back on the description page for this episode back on blog talk radio and I just have to say when it comes around to Tuesday you're going to hear me say episode 281 which makes no sense because this is technically 281 but when I record these things out of order it just starts getting wonky and I'll probably record a Patreon podcast between now and then So it'll probably be 283 by the time we get to Tuesday. (laughs) Happy Saturn's Day. Happy Saturn's Day. This is Saturn's Day evening post number four. How did that happen? How did we get here so fast? Saturn is known as Father Time. And as long as I've been working with Saturn, he's still kicking my ass in that regard. I, I, I still find myself struggling to keep up with Father Time, which is why I need to continue working with Saturn because I'm determined that I'm going to get with the program. I started working with the Full Focus Planner, Michael Hyatt's Full Focus Planner on January 1st as a part of my third 12-week year. This is a lot of numbers. What is going on? I'm not a numbers person. What is happening here? (laughs) All these numbers like right off the bat. Uh, But you've probably heard me talk about the 12-week year. I'm assuming you have. If you have not, please Google it. It's a book. It's a concept. It's a lifestyle. And I found a planner that is quarterly. And a 12-week year is a quarter, right? So every week is a month. And this planner accommodates that perfectly. And I'm going to make a video about this because I want to show you, I think I will make videos all throughout the year talking about my planner because I'm a planner nerd and it just really interests me and it seems to interest so many of you. I get a lot of requests to do planner nerd podcasts and videos. So, and this system is complex. I don't know. It's, it's, it seems complex at first glance, but it's really quite simple once you get into it. The deal with it is that it requires a lot of discipline and true to its title, the full focus planner. It, it requires full focus. And one of the things it has you do is set up rituals. And I ritualize my life anyway. So I was like, I totally can do this because I already do to a large extent. So there's a morning ritual and an evening ritual, which I already have down pat that you write into your planner. And then he has you do a work day, like starting the work day ritual and ending the work day ritual. So there are four, which seems like a lot, right? And guess what? It is. <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, but it could be as simple as just lighting a candle at the beginning of your workday and blowing it out at the end of your workday. It doesn't have to be elaborate. Um, But what I have done is 
to maximize my time, I have scheduled it like not to the minute, like 15 minutes for this, 30 minutes for this, but like the whole morning ritual gets an hour and a half, for example, or the whole pre-work ritual gets this much time. And that was so challenging for me. And I knew it would be because I knew it was going to require doing something new that I made that one of my top three goals this week is to just get in sync with that. And then I was very gentle with myself. It was okay if I went over the time, but I would note it and be like, okay, so why did I go over the time? And, uh, you know, because I... I, I'm a hygge kind of witch. I really like comfort and I really love my morning ritual, but it, it can go on a little bit too long and I definitely could get started in my day earlier. So that is why I wanted to do that. And it took me all the way till Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to get to where I was actually Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, because Monday was happy new year. And I hung out with my kid all Monday. Um, but finally on Friday, I did it. <laughs> I did it. I got all synced up with the time. So I'm excited about next week. Uh, you know, I'm tired and I'm I'm hearing myself talk. Does anybody care about this? Let me let me do a public service announcement. This is very important news, okay? I was just shopping at Target with my kid, and I saw a green cereal box from Girl Scouts of America, and they're, they are selling limited edition Thin Mint Cookie Cereal. <laughs> I can't eat it. First of all, I can't eat it because I eat a gluten-free, dairy-free diet. And secondly, because I try not to eat what my kid and I call crap food. <laughs> but, but I have to say, I mean, I did grow up in America in the 80s and... Girl Scout cookies were a big deal to the adults, actually. I don't remember us kids being into them, but they're iconic. And I remember the Thin Mint cookies were like the big ones that everybody would freak out about. So when I saw it there, even though I couldn't buy them, it made an impression on me. And I'm like, I'm going to tell them about this in case there's some junk food junkies out there or people that are just crazy about Thin Mint cookies. Girl Scout cookies because it's a cereal. It's a cereal. We weren't allowed. We did not eat a healthy diet, in my opinion, growing up. And that would definitely hurt my mom's feelings. I'm sorry, mom, if you are spying on me right now. She tried her best. But many of our meals were based around Bisquick. <laughs> so uh, it, was a, it was a budget diet, you know, but it was it was all American food, you know, casseroles and things, meatloafs and stuff like that. Um, but we weren't, one thing my mom was really strict about is we weren't allowed to have sugar cereal, like sugary cereals. Grape nuts was my favorite cereal growing up. I loved the grape nuts. <laughs> so when I went to my grandma's house, my grandma was a total rule breaker and she would have cookie crunch cereal. So seeing those Girl Scout cookie Girl Scout cookie cereal, seeing that at Target totally gave me flashbacks. Another thing that is at Target that I feel like you need to know is my favorite pancake mix. So I eat, what would I, what would you, I don't know how I would classify my diet. I eat a lot of vegan food, but I also eat a lot of paleo food. I'm not a vegan. I don't eat a paleo diet, but I eat a whole foods diet, gluten-free, dairy-free for allergy reasons. But I try to focus on eating a lot of vegetables, 
a lot of whole foods and sticking to paleo is pretty helpful in doing that. And paleo is always gluten-free, dairy-free. So that's awesome and easy to do. And, uh, Forever, I would just make Tanner and I pancakes because there was no good pancake anything for us. We had to make our own pancakes, and I had a really kick-ass pancake recipe that I shared once for the Sad to Sexy program, like a free video thing that I did leading into the Sad to Sexy program. But then, Birch Bender's Pancakery happened. This company, I don't know how old they are, but I found them two years ago, a year and a half ago. I don't know, but it was love at first taste. I found them at Sprouts and it's just like a mix, like a bag, but they have paleo pancake mix. When I saw that, I was like, ooh, I didn't have a high expectation because a lot of things that say, you know, paleo or gluten-free, they're not that great. These are fabulous. <laughs> they taste just like the pancakes that you grew up on. They're just so pancakey. They're fabulous. And it used to be I could only get them at Sprouts or I could order them online. And one day I was walking through Target and I saw them and they were a dollar cheaper there. And then I checked today and they were we got some for a dollar cheaper, $5 and something cents. And that is Tanner and I's Sunday ritual. Almost every Sunday, we have Birch Bender's Pancakery Paleo Pancakes. <laughs> I love it. And then I make this chia berry jam, and it's so good. So I'm telling you about that. If you're a health nut, that's at Target. If you're a junk food junkie, the Thin Mint Cookie uh, Cereal is at Target. <laughs> very, very, very important stuff. Stuff to know. I also have to tell you, that I was wrong. I said I was having a wand master come on the show this month, Harry Potter Wizarding World wand master, and I was quickly corrected on Twitter. She is a wand keeper, a wand keeper, and I should know that because I'm all about the Harry Potter stuff, um, but I just, I don't know. I say things I should have a disclaimer on this show because I sometimes I have some kind of verbal dyslexia where I flip flop things around. Uh, I often, you know, up is down and left is right. And I say the wackiest things that literally make no sense. The one on Tuesday that really bugged me that I said <laughs> I was talking about uh, the should beast, should beast, should beast. I said should beast like. 18 times and then one time I said a soul beast and I was like dang it <laughs> dang it because I don't edit these things and I don't go back in and record them or anything like that so it just has to stand and I usually don't catch the mistakes until after it's already published uh I do stuff like that all the time and then the last Saturn's Day evening post I was talking about TV shows that I haven't seen yet that are popular that I intend to see and I said glee when I meant to say glow. <laughs> so maybe I should just do like disclaimer Sundays, all the things that I said wrong in the past week. Let me make corrections because <laughs> I'm always saying something, something wrong. Uh, I got interested in glow, not because of the commercial, but because of, I think it's Women's Health Magazine, some fitness magazine, and the cover model for this particular issue had Alison Brie on it. 
And I literally bought it because I saw her body and I was like, I want that body. <laughs> I was like, I love her body. I want that to be my body. It was just beautiful, uh, trim, toned muscle, like curvy, pretty muscle and really, really feminine and slim, but like curvy, like muscle curves. And I thought, oh, she looks amazing. And then in reading the article, I was reading about how She's in that that shape because of Glow. She had to get in shape to play. What are, are they wrestlers? I haven't even watched the show. I think they're lady wrestlers. <laughs> and uh, and it talks about how exciting how it was to go from the transformation of what her body was before, which was a lot like mine, I think, just skinny, you know, uh, and and not in. I exercise. I'm not going to say I'm not in good shape, but I'm not in that kind of shape, like beautiful, beautiful muscles. I haven't had muscles like that in a very, very long time. So I was like, I need to watch the show to keep the motivation going. And I cut a picture out of her from the from the magazine and pasted into my full focus planner because that is a goal of mine. <laughs> I'm like, I shall have muscles like that. And uh, the name of the actress is Rachel, I hope I'm saying this right, Brosnahan. Rachel Brosnahan, she played Trudy on Mad Men, which is a show I absolutely loved. And so I already knew who the actress was from that, so I did recognize her, but I have never seen Glow. And funny enough, she is uh, nominated for a Golden Globe no, excuse me. That is, what am I saying? That's Alison Brie and Rachel Brosnahan. See, I'm doing it right now. I'm saying things jacked up. Rachel Brosnahan is the star of The Marvelous Mrs. Mizell, which I am going to watch as soon as this is over. I got my bath all queued up. It's clean. I have to clean it because my cats go in there and that bugs me little paw prints. <laughs> so I cleaned it and I'm recording this. I'm going to take a bath and I'm going to watch a full hour of the marvelous Mrs. Mizell in the bathtub. Rachel Brosnahan is that actress. The actress from Glow is Alison Brie. They are both nominated for Golden Globes and they are going up against each other in the same category uh, tomorrow. And I love watching the Golden Globes. I live tweet it every year, and it's usually the cheese stands alone kind of situation. I guess y'all don't care about that stuff like I do, <laughs> or you're not on Twitter. Um, but if you are, I, I will be live tweeting it. I'm going to be taking down my Christmas decorations, which are still up. I did not know that other people take them down right after Christmas. I always leave them up like a week after New Year. And uh, the Golden Globes happen to be like the weekend after the new year. So I was like, perfect. I'll just wait until then. And I'll do the whole like long, long red carpet lead up while I take down my Christmas tree and all of that stuff. And something you might be interested in if you are witchy is they are doing a remake of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but it's going to be like dark. They've been throwing around Rosemary's Baby as an example of how dark it's going to be. They're going to do a dark version of Rosemary's Baby. And the actress, I don't know her name, who played Sally Draper, uh, Dawn Draper's daughter in Mad Men. Speaking of Mad Men, she is going to play Sabrina, the teenage witch, but in this new darker uh, show, and I think it's for Netflix. So 
That'll be very, very interesting. I actually, uh, speaking of muscles too, I used to work out at Gold's Gym in Hollywood. And I worked out one time behind Punky Brewster <laughs> and Sabrina the Teenage Witch. They were like side by side in front of me. We were on, I don't remember what machines we were on. I, I was must have been on a treadmill and they were like on ellipticals or something. And they were teeny tiny. They were super tiny, Punky Brewster. And Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> Am I going to say anything of value today? Let me tell you why I'm so damn tired. It's because this day threw a few curveballs my way. And one of them was that interview that I did um, that I was telling you will go up on Tuesday with my friends Chris Ashburn and Joey Morris. Two awesome witchy women. I've had both on the show before. And... Uh, I don't want to make this boring. To make a long story short, Microsoft now is, I don't know, they bought Skype or something or they always owned Skype. I don't know. They upgraded Skype in some way to where it is no longer compatible with my call recorder, and which I've used since 2013 flawlessly with no problems, no glitches. And all of a sudden, I couldn't record our interview today. We did like, I don't know, we got quite a ways into it before I realized it wasn't recording and I was like ah and then we had a very long weird annoying awkward <laughs> scramble to try to figure out a new way to record the podcast so we recorded it on zoom and I think it went well as far as I can tell I haven't edited edited it I tried to say that in a video and I couldn't edited it yet edited it Good Lord, say that, please. Say it out loud right now. Edited it. Tell me I'm not crazy, right? That's hard to say. <laughs> um, but I was thinking about that. Then I had to take Tanner, my son, to the mall to spend this gift card that he got for Christmas. And so I had a lot of time to daydream because I was waiting for him to go through like this huge selection of used golf balls. And then we had to wait in a long, long line. And I was thinking about what happened today and... I was sweating. It was stressful. And I was thinking about upgrades and life upgrades and how I'm all about, I'm all about it, right? I'm always talking about magic. I, I've referred to myself as a change agent because I'm super interested in creating change in my life, but also teaching other people how to do that in their lives. That's what I'm doing with my coaching clients and the different programs that I offer. It's all about like change on purpose, right? And just kind of constant little tweaks of improvement and expansion and becoming more of who you are, all that good stuff. But I was thinking about how much I hate like when life springs a, a change on me that I'm not ready for, right? And how much I tend to resist that and uh, <laughs> I was thinking about it because it's like, okay, this thing has worked for me forever. I am not technologically advanced. When something works for me, I just stick with it because I don't really like to branch out and learn new forms of technology. I find it stressful. That's not the way my mind works, which is why I've been on Blog Talk Radio forever, even though podcast snobs are like, really, you shouldn't be on blog talk radio. And I'm like, but I know the system. <laughs> I know how it works. And I like the ease of that. And same with call recorder. I've been doing it since 2013. It's never failed me until Microsoft thought Skype needed an upgrade. 
And uh, it made me think about life and how we resist life itself when it throws these curveballs at us that we experience as loss sometimes. Like if somebody breaks up with you or you find out your spouse is cheating on you or you lose your job, we might just experience it as very, very stressful or as being unfair or something like that. And then come to find out it's actually life trying to give you an upgrade because there's a better partner for you or there's a better job for you or there's just a better or a higher level of understanding or a new skill that you need to develop. Um, now I can do interviews on Zoom. Thank you, Chris Ashburn. <laughs> Uh, once we got it up and running, I was like, yes, January 6th, 2018, Joanna DeVoe developed a new skill. And I was excited about it, but it was very stressful up until that point. And I think back to the times in my life when I've really fought life and been really pissed off or hurt or in fear because of some curveball that felt like it was outside my control. And then it ended up being a huge life upgrade. I mean, doesn't it feel like every single time a technology company or some software, your phone, they do an upgrade and it's like a shit show. <laughs> it's like it throws you into chaos. It starts, it takes more time than it used to take. It doesn't seem like an upgrade at all in the moment. You're like, wow, now I have to learn this whole new thing. Like, why can't it just be how it's always been? But that is how technology moves on. That's how we expand. That's how we grow. The, one of the biggest examples of my life was my son. I'm certain I've shared this at some point. But um, when I worked at Warner Brothers, he, I'll make this a, a short too, a long story short. He basically got kicked out of the public school system. And the, they said he was unteachable. And I was devastated and I was crying at work and making a big deal about it and being very dramatic about it. I was super panicked, super hurt that they would say that about my son. And my boss, who had an autistic son, actually called me into his office and he said, this is good news. This is good news because in the state of California, they have to provide your son with education which means they're going to send him to a school for, for people with autism. And uh, that's what happened. And he had been bullied in the public school system. And he wasn't learning anything. He was very stressed out. And then once he got moved into a school for kids with autism, he really started doing a lot better. And his life had a major upgrade. And mine did too, as his mom. It, it was Beautiful, awesome to see, and I was completely panicked and freaked out in the beginning and very stressed out about it, so uh, I think that's a pretty big lesson here, and it makes me kind of chuckle and think, wow, are like the software engineers and the people who own these big companies, they're like the gods of our world. They can just like throw an upgrade at us whenever they feel like it, and we just have to scramble to keep up. And I feel like that happens a lot with technology. It's like always the new thing, the new thing, the new thing. My phone is so old. It's like, again, like I just, <laughs> the 
this is an issue I have. Let's talk about my issues. This will be a therapy session. I don't like to upgrade. When it works for me and I understand it, that's where I like to stay. So me and my talk of, of the zone of lies and stepping outside your comfort zone, I think that's awesome when it comes to deliberate creation and acts of magic. But uh, probably I would say the quicker you can move through an upgrade that's outside of your control, that just seems to be happening to you against your will, the quicker you can move through that and get with the program, the happier your life is going to be. And especially if you can embrace it as a form of growth and expansion. And a lot of times, for sure, if you ask for something, if you do a bit of magic, if you are trying to manifest something into your life, you might not be ready for it. This I know to be true, and this is something I've definitely experienced in my life. Uh, life will throw an upgrade at you that feels like a major obstacle or challenge, but it's preparing you so that you have the skill set to be able to handle whatever manifestation you have called into your life. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> I have this bath that I'm going to take on my mind and this needs to go up by six o'clock because that's what I'm trying to do here. I'm not being super strict with it, but that's just kind of a loose goal I have to get the Saturn's Day evening post up by six o'clock on Saturn's Day. So I hope this week treated you very well, this first week of 2018. And until we meet again, much love to you. Peace.